okay. Yeah, man. Do that. Yeah, whatever you're feeling, buddy. Bye, dog. Oh, it's less blue now. Yeah. Did you white balance? <laughs> nah, look. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the green that much, but I like the red. The red's cool. Yeah, the red's pretty dope. The red. No. Nah. I like it. Maybe it's if, like like I'm Robert Pattinson's Batman. Maybe maybe if you're if you're talking about a movie and then at some point you need to change the lights to red if you're like you don't like it. It's like <laughs> here's something negative and just change them oh, to wait. red. Hold like, on. T- talk about what talk about what if real quick. If I'm like, what if is awful? Red alert, everybody. This is terrible. <laughs> don't e- exit. Exit. Abandon Leave ship. The theater. This is terrible. <laughs> but if you're talking about Loki. I'm talking about Loki. I'll be like, hey, dog, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's got the green light. Tonight we're talking about Sonic. So we got the blue light. <laughs> Our, our new rating rating system is is a traffic signal. <laughs> Stop, <laughs> go, or something. Slow down. Do people even like heed yellow? Like people don't people don't care about yellow. People don't care. No. Yellow just means get through quicker. Yeah, I mean, hurry, hurry! It's we're almost full. Speed up over here on this side of the light. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all, uh, did y'all have a good Mother's Day? We did, yeah. Um, we just kind of um, took it easy the day before. And then the day of, we got together with my mom um, and dad and my grandfather and just kind of, you know, uh, celebrated mom and uh, grandma that uh, recently passed away. And then uh, Sarah's first um, Mother's Day. So it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Although we did sort of celebrate Mother's Day last year for her because we knew she was pregnant. Right. Um, it was like it was like one of those like Mother's Day. Like prequel. Sure. And then and, then, and the real thing. Dress was, rehearsal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Lauren Michaels was there and everything. <laughs> That's right. This was very and good. They, good. They were just like, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like this. this. I think you should cut that scene cut, where you talk to the one. baby because the baby's barely there. <laughs> But next year it will be here for real. And then you can do it then. That's right. <laughs> My favorite part of any talk show is where someone do- talks about Lorne Michaels. <laughs> Whether it's yes. Bill Hader or Mike yeah. Myers or Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I just love every I love everyone talking like this and just being kind of schmoopy. Talking about <laughs> cutting the sketch or I don't know. It's not really good enough. The funny thing is, I don't know that I've ever really heard Lorne Michaels himself. Maybe, maybe once or twice. I don't care to at this point. <laughs> I, I just know the impression. <laughs> I, I I'd only recently found out. I've been saying this for years, but like I, I relatively recently, as a thirty-something who pays attention to pop culture, I it, it was embarrassingly recent that I found out that Doctor Evil, the Doctor Evil portrayal, was based on Lorne Michaels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. And she explains I the voice. Thought it and was hilarious. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So, how was your Mother's Day? Um, Riley had hand, foot, and mouth. Um, oh. So uh, we spent a uh, Saturday night. I got two hours of sleep. Mm. It was terrible. Um, oh. So Mother's Day was bad for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, 
Tara, Tara, you know, Tara just wanted really simple things. You know, I, I got her uh, breakfast and then, uh, you know, she went out and went to the gym and then went and ran some errands while I was home with the kids, kind of dealing with the fallout of the hand, foot, and mouth because uh, yeah. it was no secret which one would be more pleasant to do. Um, right. So uh, she's like, I'll, I'll go to Costco. It's cool. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, like a hand, foot and mouth, like you, you've got like blist, you got like, you got like little like pus blisters that show up and then yeah. he had them like on his lip and, yeah. uh, he would, he just wouldn't eat. And so it just, it's mm. just this constant game of like, please eat. And so he's eating less and less and less milk. And then eventually I'm just like, I'm just syringe feeding him milk and then like syringe feeding him Pedialyte, uh, and just making sure he's wetting diapers. So, and so I, right. today's Wednesday. This is the first day he was back. He was finally better. He turned a corner like sometime on Monday and, uh, mm. and then he was just eating bottles like crazy and sleeping all over the place. So yeah. Woo. Woo. That does not sound fun. Yeah. Yeah. So watch out for that. Everyone. I, and foot and mouth is unpleasant. Yes. And then I told you, I think I told you, but like Tara knew someone who had it as an adult and like had not mm. been exposed to it very strongly as a child. And it was, yep. it was horrific, like Cronenberg-esque with his like, <laughs> it, like, like just like, it's like in district nine, I'll reference a different film, which is also a sure. reference to the fly. It's like in district nine at his birthday party, he just pulls his fingernail off like yep. before he throws up on the cake. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's, let's cut some cake. Got some cake. <laughs> Do you remember that that specific slow mo though from District? I, I don't know that I remember this. He's, he's like, oh, he's like, he's like barely holding together. He's like, let's cut some cake, and it cuts to like a slow motion. And you just hear, got some cake. <laughs> I don't remember that. It's so I don't. I don't think I've seen that movie since college. I have it. I need to rewatch yeah. it, but I haven't seen it since college. So. I did rewatch it recently. And did you know, you? Okay. The, the, the effects, the effects are still really cool and impressive, especially for the budget. You know, of course sure. they're, they're, they're less impressive now. Um, but I, I still think district nine is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. District nine is one of those movies, like just when I was rewatching it and like reading about it. Um, cause I was thinking about revisiting it on here. And I think whenever that happens, you have like a new crop of people who have like stuff to say about it where they're like, I don't know. The story's kind of you know, like just it, everything that's wrong about film criticism, where it's just like, we're just going to nitpick things. And the longer they've existed, the more opportunity there is to nitpick it. So everything yeah. new is either immediately bad or will eventually be bad in the future when we've had enough time to analyze the Think shit out of it. it. <laughs> yeah. What year was that? We were in college, right? It was 2009. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I just started saying, uh, guessing myself. I was like, same year as Avatar. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, District 9 was in like November. I think it was in the very beginning of that fall, winter. Um, mm. um, I saw it in theaters and I saw, I saw it, it too. On, a, on a break. Yeah. So it was it was over some, some one of our SCAD breaks. I don't know which one. All right, I need to find out exactly when this Or maybe I was just out. home for a random weekend. I don't remember. It was August 14th, 2009 was the United States release date. So, uh, it, so it would it would have been in theaters been in September, summer. but summer yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Summer. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it's the same year as Avatar. Yeah. And so, <laughs> just 2009 was 13 years ago. And yeah. did you want do you want to briefly talk about this teaser? Yeah, sure. I thought I thought your transition was gonna be speaking of blue people. 
Sonic 2. But okay. <laughs> we'll do that in a second, I suppose. Oh, okay, gotcha. So gotcha. Sonic 2 was one of the movies that that we that I and you saw in theaters recently. And um yep. and then uh a few couple weeks later, whatever. I've I've just now seen Doctor Strange. We'll talk about that in another show. Um yep. but before Doctor Strange was like the first exposure because they show this Avatar 2 teaser um at CinemaCon and um so they're like, Hey, it's coming, but it's going to play before Dr. Strange. So I sat down to Dr. Strange. I was like, cool. I'm going to take a look at this trailer. And so they showed it. And, uh, and then eventually like they always do like, you know, eight hours later, it's on the internet in high definition. Yep. And, um, yep. and then that's where you saw it. Um, yep. so I'll open by saying, because I get your lights ready. Um, I, uh, I, I thought it was cool. I, I'm very easy to please cinematically. And I think just because I was in a theater and I was seeing it so huge and hearing sounds and I was like, Hey, yeah, I don't have any nostalgia for the first avatar. Yeah. It's more just like, I I'm coming to it with the same set of expectations as I did the first movie, which is this looks like it's going to look cool. And I'm excited to see a bunch of cool looking things in it. So I, yeah, I have no nostalgia for, for Avatar. I, I saw it in theaters. I I don't believe I've seen it since. Um, I, I do not own it on Blu-ray. Like I know that was like everybody's first Blu-ray purchase was Avatar. Um, it's not mine. I never bought it. I don't have it. Never saw it. Um, but, um, like if I think back, like Avatar's fine, like mm-hmm. for me, you know, it's fine. So I, I, sort of have an inability to be excited about avatar two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But it's, um, I mean, yeah, the visual effects look mostly good. There's a couple times in there, the uncanny Valley slips in and, and, you know, just a couple little weird things that I'm really not qualified to talk about visual effect wise, but I can at least look at them and go, eh, didn't work for me. Mm. Um, can't tell you why, but they just don't work for me. They're just weird. Um, yeah, it's just weird. And and so like there's a lot of it that works fine um, and that's great. And there's still time to tweak these things. I'm sure these aren't final uh, images. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Look, will I see it in theaters? Um, it would take a miracle. It, w- it would take somebody really <laughs> saying, like, I really want to see this and I really want you to go with me. I don't know that I'd see it otherwise. All right. I'm going to ask you a tough question now. Okay. If you had to choose mm-hmm. and like Dustin, you have 10 seconds to pick. I'm going to push you off this cliff. Yeah. Um, which, which are you going to, what, what are you going to do? Are you going to go see avatar two in theaters? You're going to watch what if season two? Oh uh, Lord. Um, <laughs> Eight, seven, six, uh, five, a- a- avatar two is four. probably shorter. <laughs> I, I, the funny thing is I, uh, as soon as I asked that, I goes, Dustin's going to think about the time investment and he's going to yeah. bite, he's going to bite the bullet. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna... sure avatar two will be too long, but it'll probably still be shorter. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. And at least it's a, it's a singular thing. And then, you know, three weeks later I get to forget about it. What if gets to make <laughs> me mad for ages? Um, and then they'll get to retroactively decide that it's important and included in future movies. And then I'll be mad about it all over again. So at least with avatar two, when it's done, it's done. Um, and uh, yeah. So I don't know. Unless, I don't know. Unless there's a multiverse with blue people. Oh Lord. No, no, it's which, part of the MCU. Could totally happen now. It could. Yeah. No, I, 
I, I'm again, I'm not excited for it. I don't, yeah. it's not that I hate it. It's not that I won't see it. It's that like, I understand it's going to be like an event, like go see this thing yeah. in the theaters. Um, it's going to take really good reviews and a lot of people talking about it constantly for me to be like, okay, I, I guess I have to see this to be part of the conversation, or I guess I have to see this for whatever reason for me to go. I don't but feel it, that way about Avatar. I don't feel like it's a water cooler thing the same way that like the MCU is. No, and and maybe because it was. I don't associate in Avatar with characters. Maybe that's why. Right. I, I also don't associate, don't associate Avatar with conversation. Story. At all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like the, the, me discussing this right now is the most I've thought about Avatar since 2009 and you're not so enjoying I, it <laughs> and and I don't well it's not that I hate it I just don't I just why why talk about it um it makes it makes no difference to me yeah. so yeah I don't know we'll see well in the meantime we've got other see I I've done that thing where I have pigeonholed movies like Avatar as yeah um those are, it's an event thing. And yeah. I'm doing that thing I hate, which is like minimizing a movie to like just dumb, dumb blockbuster fair. Cause I don't yeah. like it when people do that to the Marvel films. Yeah. But I also feel like there's nuance in splitting hairs. It's like, well, the Marvel movies on mass. I don't know why I said it like that. God on mass. <laughs> you pulled a Pythagorean. A Pythag- <laughs> <laughs> on math. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on uh, um, the Marvel movies in general are there's a lot more to them than films like Avatar. Like yeah. Avatar is very, very basic, very broad, very broadly appealing. And that's what we've always said about Avatar. Yeah. And the MCU movies are increasingly they're certainly not niche, but they are increasingly not concerned with pleasing everybody. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah. bring it up again when we talk about doctor strange too sure um sure. little teaser to one of my thoughts about it um sure. the point being that um there are some movies though to me at least when it comes to tonight's film sonic 2 where i think of it the same way where it's like i you know the first sonic came out we had you know there was everything about the the character design and then it was all about okay like there's some dumb stuff that looks like it's in this movie but it's also cool that there's a sonic movie and then we saw the Sonic movie and it pretty much was exactly what we thought, which is like, Hey, this is really fun. There's some dumb stuff, but it's really fun. Uh, then they're like, Hey, they're making another one. I think they're making a third one. And, yeah. um, and so I was like, Hey, I really want to take my kids to see this. And I yeah. did. And I, I, I took them to like a regular ass AMC theater and saw it with a, like a big room full of families and I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. and, uh, it was a really cool experience. Yeah, man, if we're jumping right into Sonic, same thing. So I went, I I knew, I mean, so the last time when Sonic 1 came out, we did not discuss it on the podcast. I remember recording that review solo. You did. And sending it to you. Yep. So it was like a pre-recorded deal. Yep. Um, I liked Sonic. I, I did not love Sonic. And that's because I love Sonic the brand. And, and so because I love Sonic, the brand, there wasn't enough in Sonic one that was like what I would consider like a Sonic movie needs this. There wasn't enough of that stuff in there for me to just like fall head over heels with it. Um, you know, there's Sonic rings and Robotnik and that's about it. Um, so, so, but when Sonic two was announced, it's like, okay, 
So now we can start branching into, and it seemed like that's kind of where Sonic 1 was headed with the inclusion of Tails at the end. We can start branching into like more of the Sonic stuff. And uh, and so I was excited for it. So all that said, when it was time to see this, like I told my wife, like our first outing to the theater together for a date night will be Sonic 2 um, after after baby's born. And and so and it was. And um, and so we went and it was filled with families like, you know, little boys and girls with Sonic dolls and whatnot, like carrying them into the theaters and you know, like Sonic t-shirts on and whatnot and families. And that's super cool to see as somebody who was once that age carrying around a Sonic doll, which is still in my closet over here. Um, like, Hey, no, what'd you think about Sonic two? Sonic two with those knuckles and tails on it. And, and Sonic is fastest and tails is the flyest one. And knuckles is the strongest. You can punch anything. Very good. All right. Good night, buddy. Bye. Did you think did you think Robotnik was funny? Um, Knuckles was very funny, but he dropped off the plane into the forest. Then he came into the city. Then he just punched the giant robot with Eggman. <laughs> That's right. Spoiler alert. All right, Noah, go back to bed, okay? Good night. I love you. <laughs> Guy, good night. Sorry to interrupt <laughs> you with Noah's review of Sonic 2. All good, all good. Um, yeah, so anyway, it was, it was a lot of fun to see that in theaters. Um, I will say my, my theater experience was a little bit weird. So um, just to give you the full picture here, we get towards the end of this film, like the last half hour, maybe like the last 20 minutes. Yeah. And throughout the film, um, my wife is checking her phone like every 10 minutes to see if we have a text message from my parents who are watching our son. And and in the last 20 minutes, I get a text message from my mom who's like, hey, just want to let you know he's having some issues with his tummy and all this kind of stuff. So the last 20 minutes, we were both like on edge, anxious, like, OK, let's do we leave? Do we need to go like get him from her? Like, how bad is it? Is it like he's crying and she's just letting us know? Or is it like this is bad? And so the last 20 minutes or so was like, all right, I, I'm, I'm definitely still paying attention. But my focus is divided here. Um, So I'd really love to watch the last 20 minutes again, um, just for the pure enjoyment of it. But um, but having said that, like that, so that was our theater experience, like towards the end. It's, you know, it was like, oh, let's think about our son for 20 minutes that, you know. So anyway, that that was that was that. But anyway, uh, yeah. So do you want to you want to jump in and just talk about like. Give it a star rating. Well, first of all, how was your son? Was he okay? Oh, he's fine. He's, <laughs> he, he's absolutely fine. Leave me in suspense. It's, sorry. No, no, no. No, absolutely fine. Like he, he, he did. He had some tummy problems mm. and he was fine. You know, by the time we got there, he was better. He wasn't, you know, he's still crying, but he was better. And, um, and we did stay th- throughout and we saw yeah. the post credit scene and all that, but we were like, you know, up and ready to go. And so anyway, but yeah, we, um, we got there and she was like, you know, it wasn't too bad, but I did want you to know. And it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we're we're glad that you told us and, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't urgent. It wasn't like 911. So. You yell at your mom, it's like, don't good. ever interrupt my movie going experience again. When I'm watching Sonic. Trivial nonsense. 
No, no. If, if my son's stomach is hurting, please let me know. Um, so, so yeah, no, it was, it was all good. Uh, but that, that was the, the last few minutes of our experience. There. I don't know how to use our star rating system anymore. I don't know what happened to me. Like, I don't yeah. know what happened. I just, I emerged from hiatus and I was like, what I do? And I don't know what, to, I don't know how to do it anymore. Um, yeah. and so, uh, I'm just sort of, uh, I'm just sort of nebulous and I, I, I am, I am one with the star rating system, uh, while being apart from it. <laughs> yes. That makes sense. Um, we're like a couple of magnets, like almost, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I would just say, uh, to get super specific with my ratings, I guess, is that, um, I would, if you've, you know, if you liked the, if you thought the first film was fun and, you know, if you have kids and they like it, I would for sure do what I did and take them to it. Cause they're going to enjoy it. Um, there's some lingering scenes here and there that kids might tune out for. Um, but, uh, there's some scenes I tuned out for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but in general, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, I think the main draw for the adults is Jim Carrey. Mm, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think it's worth seeing. Um, certainly if you can't make it out to the theater, you've got Paramount plus or something. If you're wondering whether it's worth looking at at all, it's certainly worth seeing. And if you enjoy the first Sonic and you've got some disposable income and you need to do something, uh, go to the theater. And see it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's see it while there's people around you. You know, it's yeah. more fun with a room full of you know families. In terms of our star rating, I gave it four out of five stars. Um, like I, I enjoyed it. Thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was better than the first one. Um, if only because it gave me more of what I wanted from a Sonic movie. Like if right. you plopped me down in a in a room by myself and said write a Sonic movie there's more in this that would be in common with what I would write right. than the first one. Right. Um, so, so even if all the pieces aren't, aren't how I would have done it, like they're there and they largely work. Um, even if they don't all work. Um, and, and of course there's some things in here that feel a little bit like w- what I would describe them as would be like uh, despicable me minion ish. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and it's like that level of humor where it's like, okay, this is very DreamWorks, um, or this is very, you know, uh, Illumination. This is very whatever. Like that, there is that level of humor to it. Um, and those scenes are some of the scenes that I tune out for. Um, but by and large, like when the film is focused on the video game type stuff, it really works for me. Yeah. Um, and and I really enjoyed it. So. Um, as far as the voice cast goes, Ben, Ben Schwartz returns as Sonic. Um, he does a great job. Like this is a decidedly different, younger Sonic than we're typically seeing. Like, I I guess they haven't officially said what Sonic's age is in this, but typically Sonic's like 15, 16. Um, and, and he's a lot younger here. Um, they're still calling him a kid. They're still saying like, you know, you got to grow into who you're going to be kind of a thing. Um, and then Colleen O'Shaughnessy plays tales. She actually plays tales in the video games. So it's cool that they brought her over. Um, so she is not just some star power name that they threw in here to play tales. Like this is tales. Michael Sarah. Um, (laughs) Yes. It's not Michael Sarah. It's literally like you're playing a Sonic game and it's the same voice. So that's cool. Um, and then Idris Elba plays Knuckles, um, which is, 
not something I would have thought about, but it works very well. Um, Knuckles in in the games, like he he's had consistent voices, um, but none of them really stick out to me as like, oh, that's Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe in a weird way, this is probably the way I'm going to hear Knuckles in my head for a while. Interesting. Um, so um, and and as far as like animation goes, Knuckles appeared briefly in a show called Sonic Underground in the late 90s. Um, and it was more like, you know, just a, a random few appearances. Um, and then he appeared in Sonic X and um, and that shared voices with the video games. Um, but again, not like like that voice doesn't stick out in my head. So really, the the Knuckles voice that sticks out to me is this one. Um, so, so it's cool that Idris Elba was able to make that impression. And and that is probably partially because I'm already familiar with Idris Elba's voice. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed his performance. And, um, and even if it's not hundred percent how I would have written Knuckles, um, it's still enjoyable for what this is because this isn't hundred percent how I would have written Sonic. Um, the only character who's kind of hundred percent how I would have written them is Tails. Tails. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Tails is just Tails. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just helpful. Want to be a bud. Look yeah. up to Sonic. Cool. Like that's kind of a thing. And um, yeah, but but I enjoyed it. And and um, I, I I I I like Idris Elba. I like Knuckles in here. Yeah. I I wouldn't have cast him. I feel hmm. like I just had a I had a I had a I just had a a, a nitpick about the casting of Idris Elba. It's like it's it's not a bad choice, but I don't picture a voice that large coming from. A, such a small creature, you know? Sure, sure. Um, when you cast an animated character and they're voiced by someone with a big, large, authoritative voice, yeah. you typically picture that, like, this is a, this is an actor who voiced a, a, a water buffalo chief in Zootopia, like, yeah. and, at, you know, Shere Khan, like, yeah. I picture a large creature having this voice. And I guess I pictured sure. Knuckles more like, Something, something with more of like a, like a, like a, who's that actor? Um, Stephen Blum or like, you know, kind of like a master chief mm. kind of voice where it's like, it's okay. not a big person, but it yeah. is like a, a, a wizened, um, yeah. you know, uh, worn voice, you know, sure. it still sure. sounds kind of cool and, and edgy, yeah. but not like they're the size of my house. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I do, I do understand the, the critique and I think that, um, my rebuttal of it would be this, this is the first time that Knuckles has had, uh, has been voiced by, um, a non-white actor, um, at least to my knowledge. Um, and what's cool about that is like Knuckles has always had kind of a cool urban vibe to him. And in, in the Sonic Adventure games, his soundtrack, like everyone gets like a soundtrack in that game. Like um, and the soundtrack for Knuckles is hip hop. Um, all of his level levels have like this cool, like hip hop vibe to them. And, and Knuckles is. Yeah. Knuckles is like, you know, the streetwise, you know, cool whatever. And, and, um, and so carrying that to its logical conclusion to me is Idris Elba. And it's like, okay, who can we get? That's also cool. And also like has that like street tough. Oh, maybe the guy that was on the wire. 
Um, you know, and like, like, so, so to me, like that works. Um, it's interesting because like Sonic, even though he's had a ton of different voices over the years, like everybody kind of knows what Sonic sounds like. And if like you come in there and you're like, Hey, I'm Sonic, man. You're going to be like, oh, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> but like, but, but Knuckles, like nobody really has a Knuckles in right. their mind. Yeah. Um, so it kind of could be anything. It was an opportunity to, to say, well, we're going to sort of have, take some license with the character, you yeah. know, in a way yeah. there, there, there's, there, there's not like a, it's not like with like Mark Hamill and the Joker where it's like, great. Now we have to like figure out how to do a different Joker when yeah. everyone clearly loves this one. Correct. Correct. Because they haven't done that since the yeah. animated series. No one's, I mean, Heath Ledger obviously is close, but like that's a very specific take on the Joker. But when you think of the Joker, you think of Mark Hamill, probably. Exactly. If you think of exactly. Jared Leto, I want you to stop listening to the show right now. Don't ever <laughs> okay, come get back. Your, get your head examined. Maybe there's you clearly are the Joker. nothing here for you if you think that. <laughs> that's right. Certainly yeah, no love for me. If what you hear is an out of focus, weird. <laughs> Zack Snyder cut <laughs> tag. Like, ugh. Oh, I thought you were Get talking about the Batman. I thought you were talking about the Barry Keegan one. Well, that one too. They're all out of focus and they're all t- derivative it's of Heath still, Ledger. It still bothers me that people think that that cutscene is brilliant. Yeah. Like, normally I just go, I don't think so. But I'm like, you can't even see him. Like, oh, but it's, yeah. it's artistic. I can't. It's five minutes of mumbling and yeah. soft focus. And, and it sounds yeah. like Heath Ledger. Yeah, exactly. It's all derivative of Heath. And I liked, I liked the whole, I liked Matt Reeves's like explanation. Like I want kind of like an elephant man type of thing. It's like, fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, 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 That's fine. Just please get a first AD next time to focus the lens. Like please focus the camera and, and and get, and and establish the character. Like, like it's not cool to just show me like a close up of eyes or a close up of teeth mm -hmm. for the entire thing. Like establish your character yeah. to me, the way that that comes across is, and I know we're, we're now veering way off course, but like People the way like, that comes I don't across understand. is, is like, the Joker in Sonic. I, <laughs> the Joker is not in Sonic. The Joker but, is but the, the chaos emerald. <laughs> but the way that that comes across is that he was, he was too afraid to make a stand and say like, this is my take on the Joker. So there's license now that if, if in the sequel he wants to change it, he can. And you know what? Just to piggy, I'll, I'll, I'll make this my last point. I don't like the, did you see that clip that they, they released? It's like the fact yeah. that they quote unquote have quote unquote released something. It's like, Oh, like we tried to keep it in, but we released it. Or like, like the whole, it, it has some mystique. Like it's been leaked. You're not supposed to see this, but, but please right. tell us what you think. Because the whole reason that clip is online, it's, 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 it's only to test the waters. It's some cheap ass way to say, do people like this? It, yep. It's a free focus test. It's a free yep. focus group. Hey, yep. let's just put it online. Let's see how people yep. respond. And if they yep. respond well, we going to do it. And if and they don't like it, we'll just say, hey, well, good news. We weren't going to do that shit anyways. Promise. Right. Because because all they have to do is be like, oh, that was a decoy yeah, joker in yeah. the sequel. Or like, oh, you weren't supposed to see that. Or, oh, we cut it for a reason because we're not we're going a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. And <sighs> also, I would like to say it seems to me the response to that was overwhelmingly positive, which is baffling to me. <sighs> That's disappointing. So Sonic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sonic. Uh, uh, the plot. So 
Sonic now um, is is trying to find his way in the world. He wants to be a hero, but as his father, uh, James, is it James Marsden? I always get him confused with. I forgot. I, I forgot even that we <laughs> you said his father and I was like, wait a second. When was his father in this movie? I was so confused. I was thinking his, of like his, a, a taller, darker blue Sonic like, with, some, with a five o'clock shadow like, oh, it's, Sonic. It's, it's Why funny. are you always the, fucking up so bad? <laughs> in the 90s, in the 90s cartoon um, and then subsequently the comics, they have Sonic's uncle Chuck is in, is in there and he has the, he's basically just Sonic. But he has this giant handlebar mustache, <laughs> this giant gray handlebar mustache. And it's hilarious. I love how they don't go um, on a limb with the characterization. Like we have a Sonic model. And we have an Eggman model. What if we just took the mustache from Eggman up. and we just put it on Sonic? Can we go home? <laughs> Brilliant. Done. Go. Um, so so um, he's he, as his father figure, James Marsden tells him like that moment you don't really get to choose that moment that moment your hero moment chooses you kind of a thing and right. so um so as luck would have it or fortune or whatever tails shows up and tails has been watching sonic and and has developed this um you know fanboy mentality of sonic and um and meanwhile um robotnik is back from the mushroom planet and he has a new pal in knuckles and the race begins to find the master emerald, which um, is um, an emerald that is that was uh, given to the Echidna clan to protect. So Knuckles, the last Echidna, sees it as his duty to protect the master emerald. Robotnik makes him believe that Sonic is after it. And so um, then, of course, he is. And so the whole thing is a race to find the master emerald and prevent Robotnik from double crossing everybody and getting it for himself. Doesn't, um, doesn't, isn't Knuckles also sort of already after Sonic for other reasons because he shows up on the mushroom planet because Robotnik uses his quill to uh, supercharge yeah, his machine or something. I'm not, I'm not clear on this. Yeah. I, I'm not, it's unclear whether I Knuckles he, just comes through coincidentally. He just shows up and he's like, where did you get that? I guess he's after him because the echidnas have a long uh, rivalry Feud, with the owls yeah. and the owl long claw raised Sonic. And so I guess Knuckles knows that Sonic exists and maybe after the Emerald because of long claw. He's um, it's like he has a Google alert on his phone. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a there's a quill. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. And also he's like Blue picking quill. a fight like, hey, the, the, I, I know he's over here. I'm going to go see what he's doing and I might push right. him. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I mean, that that's the basic premise. Um, so so this film introduces Sonic. I'm sorry, introduces Tails, Knuckles and the the idea of the Master Emerald and the Chaos Emeralds, um, which, of course, all of which were missing from the first film. So um, just cool to kind of see all of that included. It's um, cool that there's actual lore from the from the brand in the movie, because like you said, like it's much yeah. closer to something you would have written as someone yeah. who understands the games and the brand and the yeah. source material where the first movie was just, let's just get Sonic in the real world and let's have him interacting with live action things. And then right. if it does well, we can do stuff that maybe a little bit more uh, niche yeah. to the, the, the fan right. base. And of course the lore is different here. And, yeah. but, but you know what? Like I'm okay with that because this is a, a very different version of Sonic um, you know, like I said, this is a younger Sonic, you know, there's no other version of Sonic that in interacts with these 
human characters, these specific human characters. Um, and, and it's just a different version. I mean, the idea that Sonic and Tails and Knuckles all seem to come from different planets is different from the, the lore of the games in general. Um, and then, you know, the idea that the Master Emerald is just sort of all of the Chaos Emeralds combined. This is also uh, different because in the games, the Master Emerald is separate from the Chaos Emeralds. Um, so there's seven Chaos Emeralds and there's a Master Emerald. Oh. Um, also Super Emeralds. But eh. anyway, the point is um, there there are more than just Chaos Emeralds in the game. Um, and of course, the rings, which are a huge deal, how they teleport you. This yeah. is not what rings do in the games. Um, no. And so you just collect them. They're just yeah, points. I was going to say, they can't do yeah. anything. They're just they're just right. good to have. Exactly. I mean, the whole <laughs> idea that Sonic was raised by an owl, that's yeah. completely new to this franchise. That's not in any of the established lore at all. There's only one owl in all of Sonic franchise, and, and that dude's an idiot and did not raise nobody. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's different. And but that's okay because it works for this universe. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. Um, so I, I guess I mean I, there's some spoilery type stuff I want to talk about. Sure. Um, well, so I, I I guess let's just say like spoilers yeah, now. That's all, that's all for non spoilers. Oh wait, hold on. I have to get my spoiler alert ready. Oh, get the lights. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler Run. alert! Exit. A- exit. If you do not want to be spoiled for Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. So there we go. Spoiled. Spoiler alert is done. Um, So uh, here's the deal. Um, Let's talk about a couple things. One, the human characters. Um, The human characters are, 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 I think, decidedly absent for most of the film which is good, good, good idea. <laughs> good idea. Because when they show up again, yeah. it kind of ruins everything. That's silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it grinds it to a halt. I love how James Marsden feels inadequate, um, uh, against like all like the, 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 the grooms, the, the, the special forces, yeah. like the undercover FBI people, they're like yeah. all muscle bound playing volleyball. And he's over there, like just as ripped under like a big Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Like, Oh God, they're so muscular. I'm like, bro, oh, no. you're, you're you're cyclops man like it's i i went straight past support where i would have been like no man you you're, you got that too and straight to like quit being such a baby yep. mode yep. i was like angry right. at him like shut up right <laughs> i also like i hate this like feud he has with his wife's sister like i think that's just silly um like whatever the plot demands <laughs> it, it, yeah and and it's also it also to talk about her character, like, so she plays a pretty large role in this particular sequence, um, that grinds the movie to a halt. (laughs) I don't hate this character. No, I hate that she has so much screen time and I hate that her role is so stereotypical as like, as like, uh, I'm, I'm a sassy black lady. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, Oh, you didn't have to just do that. Yeah. You, you could have done something cool with it. It's like um, you could pick out, you could go to like Lowe's and pick out a swatch of paints. Like, oh, what do we got here? Like, I meant to, we got to taupe. Oh, sassy black lady, and just pull her right yep, off. There the, you go. Boop. There we go. Okay, done. I'd like this, please. And you just put it in yep. a machine, and then out pops right. this scene from the wedding. Correct. Uh-uh, I also uh-uh, like not um, not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. I also just hate the idea that like 
we had to manufacture to talk about James Marsden's like insecurity or whatever. We have to manufacture some sort of drama for him to give him some sort of characterization. And it's like, no, you don't have to because it's not called the James Marsden movie. It's called Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, it, let it be about him. Yeah. And and there doesn't and have to be Marsden, a story. He doesn't even have to be in the movie because honestly. because I, I'm finally he's in the movie because it'd be weird if he wasn't because people would be thinking like where why yeah, didn't you want to come back like is there some rift between Paramount yeah. and James Marsden but like he didn't get along with Sonic on set <laughs> exactly Sonic Sonic was talking about how he baptized his kid or whatever Vin Diesel said <laughs> um, <laughs> um Vin Diesel who is referenced in this film by Sonic yes. which is yeah terrible I think more than once but okay. Yeah, no, you're right. Yo, you're right. He says something about family. Mm-hmm. God, I hate writers. Um, yeah. but uh, what was this? Um, he doesn't have to have a story because when you're trying to give story to side characters that that their story means nothing to the plot, all you're doing is creating a bunch of work. Like, oh, he's James Martin's in the movie. Should we give him something to do? And it's like one of those flow charts. You should just say, nope. And then that's it. Okay, cool. We've saved ourselves 20 minutes because if you say yes, like, oh, what's his problem? He feels like this. Oh, he feels like he's going to ruin the wedding. Oh, he does like the sister. And then you have to have scenes that explain that and justify a tiny little mini arc. And it's like yeah. 25 minutes, 25 yeah. minutes. We're going to give to James Marsden's storyline. It has zero to do with Sonic or the plot of this movie. It's just, yep, he's here, so we should give him something to do. And I guarantee you, James Marsden's like, ah, uh, I mean, it, it, between, the choice between working three days or five days, I'll just work yeah. three days. And, and, and I also have to point out, like, so GUN, the, 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 the special forces agency or whatever that's in this, um, gun <laughs> is in, is in the video games as well. I didn't it's know that. From the games. I, I laughed out loud because I just thought that was a funny joke. No, it's from the games. Okay. Um, so, so uh, the, are you, are you telling me that the, the best idea they could come up with was to plant somebody who would meet James Marsden's. So essentially they're trying to get Sonic meet Sonic's father's sister-in-law <laughs> so that when the sister-in-law marries the special forces agent, he comes to the wedding, which is kind of like, yeah, probably, but not guaranteed. Wouldn't it just be quicker for like they, them to write a story where James Marsden like goes to the gym and meets like a cool yes. guy and they become good friends. Yep. And then the guy's like, hey, man, like, let me come over to your house. And yeah. he's like, oh, cool. Yeah, come on, <laughs> yeah. buddy. We're friends now. And then he turns on him and he's like, I'm really here after Sonic, like whatever. Like that. Right. Isn't that just a much smarter plan? Yeah. To just- if you still have to go, go to Hawaii, there. just be like, hey, we're going to take a bros trip down to Hawaii and it's going to be really cool. And James Marsden's like, yeah, I want to feel like a man. And his wife's like, why do you have to feel like a man? He's like, because I met this dude at the gym and it makes me feel like yeah. a man. OK, God. Jeez, lady. <laughs> well, and also I'd also like to point out that the pl- the that guns plan would have failed had James Marsden not thrown the ring that brought Sonic there. <laughs> The plan was to capture Sonic, right? So if he just Sonic marries was not her, going to be there. If he just marries her, it's like, cool. What do we do next? Because like that should have been the thing. Like I've just married this on. woman. <laughs> like, like he should have gone to his, his supervisor and been like, yo, 
the, the Sonic's not here at the wedding. I think we effed up. Yeah, like he's not here. I'm not gonna marry her. <laughs> no, or he does and goes. We got this. We got a bad situation now. I've, I'm I'm married now. Uh, the I'm operation married still isn't a success. Um, yeah. I, what are we supposed to do here? What now we all have to, to travel back to San Francisco yeah. or, or not San Francisco, I, wherever they are, uh, Oregon know, or whatever, Hills, Washington. Well, yeah, whatever. It is. Yeah. We have to travel back to, to Green Hills. I have to live with this woman now. She's my wife. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I've got to, I've got to keep up the charade yeah. until she introduces me to the alien next door. Like yeah. that. That's what I have to do now. It's going to take a lot of time. A lot of uh, intimacy. I'm not prepared for. Right. <laughs> and what's that all about? <laughs> It's a terrible plan. Also, I do also want to say it would have been a fantastic. I know this is fan servicey, and I would normally hate this, but I have to point out that role would have been perfect for Jaleel White. Did he and it would have been so cool because Did- Jaleel White voiced the original Sonic. Oh, I was like, why, Dustin? I was so confused. <laughs> It would have been so cool if it was Jaleel White. <laughs> I was about to counter like, oh, I think Dustin Diamond would have been great though. <laughs> You know who would have been a great Candace Cameron Burr. <laughs> Let's get the entire Jerry uh, Lawrence, <laughs> Matthew Lawrence, Ben Savage. Uh, so here, yeah. So so that's that's point number one. The film grinds to a halt, and looking at it as a screenwriter, like the film completely comes to a stop when that sequence happens. And it has, and it, and it's it does it doesn't have to happen. And the whole time you're just like, where's Sonic? Or Sonic. Yeah. Let's just get Sonic back. Come on, y'all. And like, that's all you can do. And um, and it's just, yeah, it's just stereotypical sassy black lady yep. mad at husband who double crossed her, yep. you know, whatever. And like, it's just it's just unbearable. Um, the other. So then then we also have to talk about the uptown funk dance scene, which seems to be like everybody hated this scene. Uh, Sonic and Tails go into a, a Ooh, bar. I blocked that out. And, Thanks, Dustin. What's that? You blocked it out. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. They, they go into this pub or whatever. I forget where they are at this point, like it's, Russia or it's something. like some lodge. Yeah, like in, in Russia. Yeah. Somewhere. And, and and so they're like, all right, we got to fight this dude for for whatever, for the map or whatever it is that they're doing. I don't remember. And and what it turned what the fight turns out to be is actually just like a dance off. Um, and, and so Sonic and Tails play Uptown Funk and they dance to it and whatever. Um, everybody seems to hate this scene. I give it a little bit of a pass, but I also think it should have been some song from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have made way more sense because as it is, it's just outdated enough to feel like the screenwriters uh, are not hip. And it's, you know, you know what I mean? Like, because because the song's like, recent but not really no it do you know how old that song was when they were writing it but do you do you know what year that song came out i don't know like what five years ago so your guess is is uh 2017 2017 yeah that that song came out in 2014 holy cow and the reason i remember that is because i remember like dancing to it when it was new with my newborn daughter who is now eight wow in my wow. apartment. Okay, then. And so, yeah. About I mean, the exact same spot where you told me about having met Sarah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was Weird. a long time. Yeah. That's a long time ago. But, but yeah, I mean, if it had been something from the 90s and it was like a 90s needle drop, 
And it was something like, you know, ice uh, ice baby. Yeah. Or like, you know, uh, you can't touch this or something like that would have been, that would have been really, um, I don't know. That would have been a lot better to me. Um, easier to stomach. Um, but, um, but yeah, so there's that scene that kind of, you know, eh. um, and then, and then as far as like the very end goes. So at the very end, um, Dr. Robotnik gains the power of the master emerald. He double crosses knuckles, um, and, and becomes like super Robotnik. Um, and in this version, when you become super, you can create things that you think of. Yeah. And so he creates like a, this giant he's like a death green egg lantern. robo. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Or he has, and the, so he has he, the reality stone. He has the reality gem. And so he, he, um, he creates this big death egg robo and goes on like a, a rampage. And so Sonic tails and knuckles team up to stop him until, um, Sonic gets a hold of the chaos emeralds. Uh, I guess they come to him. I can't, th- that part's fuzzy to me. Yeah. Because yeah. Of the aforementioned reasons, but, but regardless, Sonic turns into Supersonic um, and and defeats Dr. Robotnik, presumably killing him, but probably not. And uh, it just, I guess, depends on whether this is Jim Carrey's actual last movie, like he says it is. Um, and um, and yeah, and then and then so Supersonic appears. What do you think about Supersonic? I thought it was cool. Like there was a moment like the moment where he becomes Supersonic. Like I was actually like I felt something. I was like. Good. I was like, oh, this is cool. It was just cool to see it in a movie, I guess. Yeah. You know, um, I was disappointed that he, I think there's like a close up of his eyes or something at some, at one point. Um, and I wanted him to say, now I'll show you. Like I wanted him to say from the, from the video game, <laughs> from Smash from Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. I wanted him to, but not like that. Not like, not like a, now I'll not, show not you. Not like a predator. Like, now. Show you <laughs> like the Zodiac killer. <laughs> yes, Sonic it. is the Zodiac killer. Yeah, <laughs> plot twist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I remember thinking it was cool. I was like, all right, cool. So if I was, if I was, you know, I was looking at my son. I was like patting his leg and everything because I figured, like, oh, he must think this is like super cool, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I thought it was really cool. I mean, I I expected it. I figured like now's the time you introduce the chaos emeralds. You're, you're going to do supersonic. Like it's, it's imminent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they could have put it off for another movie and had that been, you know, like a cool trilogy ender. Um, but, um, there's still some stuff they could do with the next, the next film to end the trilogy. But I also don't know that the next film will end the trilogy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool though. Like uh, and 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 the the sequence leading up to that was really cool where Sonic Tails and Knuckles are finally working together. Um they're friends, you know, that kind of thing. And then at the end um after he becomes supersonic and he gives up that power, um then they go play baseball. Like that's just a cool sequence and um and yeah, I I enjoyed what they did with the characters as like building that friendship. I thought the the friendship between Sonic and Tails was believable. And then the friendship at the end with Knuckles actually was believable Um, because that's that's the risk you run is like you have you set these characters up to be enemies, but, you know, they're going to be friends. Um, You you have to make that believable. And and I thought they did a good job, like Knuckles was double crossed, but Sonic saved him in the water. And I think that 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 was a, a good like to me, that was a big moment. 
when Sonic went into the water knowing he can't swim and could possibly die down there to save Knuckles, that was a very Sonic thing to do yeah. to me. Um, so all of that was was cool. Like like from from that moment on, the 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 moment where Robotnik betrays them all the way to the end of the film. Really cool. Like firing on all cin- cylinders for me. Yeah, I thought that they did really good stuff for like just really good basic heroes, you know, hero characterization here with with Sonic um, matured him a little bit, which was which is needed and welcome. Um, And uh, I have a question. So for the future of all this, because you thought you said there's no reason to think that the third one would conclude things. Yeah, this is paramount. This is a non film property that's now been made into a film. Uh, where most of the characters and settings are made in a computer. Um, There's a lot of Transformers movies. Um, Do you think that, do you think, and would you be fine with if they made, say nothing of quality comparison. Yeah. If they made as many Sonic films with rotating human or or decreasing presence of human characters, you know, they made six or seven Sonic movies with Ben Schwartz and, you know, Maybe yeah. not Idris Elba, but like, you know, other characters, Tails, yeah. Jim Carrey. Um, yeah. Would you be in favor of that? Yes, I would be theoretically. Yeah. Um, I think there, there's a couple things that I think they should do if that's the route they go. Yeah. The first thing that I think they should do is um, so. So also before before we digress too much into that. Um, they they have also announced a a um, Paramount Plus series that is a spinoff for Knuckles. Um, so Knuckles will have a some sort of a series on Paramount Plus. What's the what format? It, it's some sort of a, I don't know if it's a mini series or if it's going to be like an actual series. Like, um, but live action but CG, live act, live action CG Knuckles something. Um, so that, that will exist. The Sonic cinematic universe is alive and kicking, which is why I think the third film is probably not going to be right end. Um, so, so here's what I think they should do if that's the way they go. Number one, um, I never saw any of the Smurfs movies, but I believe by the time like the third or fourth Smurfs movie rolled around, it was just animated. Like there was no live action compartment to it. Um, I think it was all just animated Smurfs. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I think that's what happened. Um, And that's what I think they should do here. If Sonic 4 happens, I think that's a good time to say, okay, the humans are gone. And now let's focus on just this. You know, it's an animated franchise at that point. I think that should happen. I think that that would be a great thing to have happen um, because then you can Sonic is is older. He doesn't need his mentor characters anymore. He can be the Sonic that we've all uh, seen in the games. Um, the thing about it that that becomes strange, though, is the games have almost always used Robotnik as a as a villain. Um, you know, it's the same with like Mario and Bowser, like Bowser's pretty much always the villain. Maybe not always, but pretty much always. And, and, um, so having said that, obviously Jim Carrey is not going to make these movies forever and he's not going to do seven Sonic films and six 
TV series. So at some point you have to cross the bridge of, well, either we move past Robotnik and he's no longer the antagonist of these films, or we create a new antagonist uh, or pull from the games or whatever, or we recast or we just say, you know what? It's all animated now so we can animate Robotnik to look like whatever and he can be voiced by whoever. Um, all, all of those all of those are weird to me. So that's the sticking point. Had they cast somebody younger who was more eager to be in a long running franchise than Jim Carrey is? Yeah, that might have proved to be a smarter decision in the long run. Although Jim Carrey is probably arguably why butts went into those seats in the first place. Yeah. Um, so it's a catch 22, but, but, um, there are villains that don't require Robotnik. So maybe, maybe they can pull from those and do something, you know, in the meantime, and then have Robotnik show up down the road recast and it would be, more bearable i don't know um you know he's been alone on a, another planet for 10 years and yeah. he comes out looking like whatever danny devito now yeah. and so <laughs> and and so you know whatever but um but yeah i think that um you know th- there there are things they could do obviously the teaser in this is shadow the hedgehog shadow could could himself be a villain without robotnik um you have, you know, all that that entails, um, the bio lizard, you have, um, chaos from Sonic Adventure. You have, um, uh, metal Sonic, who of course is, has to be tied to Robotnik, at least at first they introduced him in three then in four, he could just be the antagonist. Maybe, you know, I don't know. There, there are ways to future proof it, but, um, but I do think they've kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I'm on board with the idea that we might have Sonic movies for the next 10 years. How, what that looks like, I think remains to be seen. Right. Well, I mean, how do you feel about that? Like, like, are you okay taking Riley to the movies when he's 10 to see <laughs> Sonic eight? Oh God. I hope that I, I hope there's other things to see at that point, but, uh, <laughs> no, I mean like I, I'm, I'm open to it just because it's like, it's a reliable thing that I would feel comfortable as a parent, like bringing kids to. So it's more like, I'd like them to keep making these so that I always have something to take my kids to every couple of years. Yeah. But like at the same time, I don't want them to, I I don't like when I can just see the seams of a franchise and contracts and people not wanting to continue. And it's just, I, I know too much about how the sausage is made to enjoy a long running franchise after a while. It's a miracle because, you know, even with Marvel, it's like, you know, we're critical of Marvel because like to this point, like we just know too much about how these movies work and how they get made. And so it doesn't muddy my critique of a movie, but it does nonetheless like make me think of like, okay, but they're not going to do that anymore. Like, you know, it's just, you you think about it and I don't want to think about Jim Carrey having no interest in acting anymore. And therefore he's not going to do another Sonic movie because I don't want to think that his life is this constant battle with Paramount, whether or not to come back for this role when he has such a long career of, you know, iconic performances and, uh, uh, that are completely separate from this franchise. So 
I don't know. I want them to figure it out away from me and then just tell me how it went. And then I'll just, I'll just respond. (laughs) I I do. I do think the smartest move would be move like by the end of three, Mm -hmm. these characters should leave earth and go to some sort of animated planet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that then if you need to continue it, you can do it fully animated, but strike while the iron's hot does not necessarily mean you're bound to this. So by the end of Sonic three, maybe you've got one more fully animated film in you. And, you know, maybe you've got knuckles season two and then like, then you wrap it up and it's done. But while the iron's hot, you reboot, you do something completely different. And I hate the term reboot, Mm -hmm. but what I mean is like, do something completely different instead of this Ben Schwartz Sonic just do another Sonic and mm-hmm. release it on Paramount Plus. It's fully animated. It's got different style. You know, maybe it's traditionally animated. Maybe it's whatever, but it's a completely different style. The kids will still get their Sonic fix. And the people that want that have decided that like Sonic's a safe brand for their kids will yeah. continue with you. And you, you're you not tied to this anymore. This was allowed to have an end. Right. And I think that's probably the best bet. Um, but I will say there is a Sonic series dropping on Netflix soon. Um, oh. it, it is unrelated to any of this. It's more based on the games. Right. It's like a like something different. Um, so there, Sega is already doing this. Like Sega is already saying like, hey, Sonic's big. Let's do our version. Now. Mm-hmm. And and this is not like game cast. It's a completely new cast of voice actors is also weird so anyway it's another example of like we don't know what to do with an intellectual property right but we know we have to do it now well we have to do it yeah and so that's what i'm saying like at the end of this needs to have an end yeah and then you can do something new and there's been like i've got i've got what five different versions of sonic on my dvd shelf right now Mm -hmm. um this will continue so, but it doesn't have to continue with Ben Schwartz in the role and it, it, that can have an end. Speaking of cats, Sonic has a cat too. Uh, he probably won't show up, but this is, you can't see him. This is Big the Cat. Oh, I've He's, seen Big the Cat. Big the Cat is just a big fat purple cat <laughs> and he has a pet, he has a pet frog <laughs> named Froggy and, um. He's wearing a giant chastity belt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fishing belt. <laughs> really? Yeah, he, yeah, he has a he has a big belt and he yeah. has a fishing pole. He puts in it because because when fish when Froggy jumps in the water, he's uh, got to fish him out. And he just okay, that's that's weird. Again, I don't know why you wear a belt and not pants. Well, fashion. Look it up. <laughs> fashion. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> why why do these characters wear shoes? These are all good they questions. Wear shoes and socks, but no pants, no shirts. All right, Dustin. Production. We'll hang it up there. Sounds good. All right, dude. We'll hang up the red shoes. <laughs> I'll hang up my and the gloves. Yeah, and the and the chastity belt. Why? Why does Knuckles wear gloves? I think he might have like rosacea or something, or vitiligo. His maybe gloves, he has vitiligo. Maybe he has big red. Maybe he red, doesn't have fingers. His big red hands have little like white splotches on them. He's got like, bo- he's got blo- boxing gloves, so he doesn't have fingers. Maybe if he took them off, he's just got like flippers. Well, if you, if you look like, if you, <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, you know how like knuckles has like those three like spikes. Maybe like those yeah. are legitimately sharp and dangerous. And they're like, and, like a, a judge told him like, you got to wear some gloves. You got to wear some gloves. Maybe okay. he just kept scratching himself like a baby with their fingernails. <laughs> just like, Oh crap. Like I put some He's like bleeding on. again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing your son has lots of other has a lot of self-inflicted face cuts from his fingernails. No, actually, he really, doesn't. we really oh, expected boy. it, but he he hasn't. We've Jeez. never really had made him wear gloves or anything like a lot of. Riley, they, everyone's like, you gotta have a pair of mittens for him. My kids all looked like they fell into the briar patch. <laughs> the, the thing that 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 he does is because he's like always grabbing at stuff. Um, he'll pull the crap out of my hair. Yeah. And then last he night, pulled, I don't know yeah. if you can see, he like almost broke, he broke the skin. He was like, Nyah! on my neck. Really? He's doing that all the time. He's just like, Nyah! oh, yeah. yeah. They're just like, I got these grabbers. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to grab you. <laughs> all right. I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, face. <laughs>